Hello and welcome to Small Town Journey. On today's show, I share my experience with giving blood and some cool scientific reasons to do so. I also draw attention to an old German beer style, which happens to be probiotic, according to the information I've found. And I'm not sure if anyone's actually ever drawn this conclusion. Plus, Jay has an interesting experience to share. Let's go. It's so cool to be sitting down with you, Jay, having a Rooibos tea. Yeah, what is that? Can we start by asking, saying, what is Rooibos? Well, this is some kind of South African plant, from my understanding. Nice. And, uh, yeah, they harvest the tea leaves. Like, I didn't realise this, but with tea in general, they harvest the leaves, and then there's some sort of fermentation process mm. and drying, okay. like the, the, the tea leaves ferment. Okay. So that's one of the reasons drinking tea, ideally without milk just black tea mm. is so good for you because mm. it's got these all these interesting compounds mm. but it's actually fermented as well nice yeah it's real weird anyway how's your week been good good yeah 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 now well just to go back to what we talked about a little bit last week briefly i've been loving having the, all these things that ben's helping with i can't remember whether we talked about it off mic or on mic <laughs> it was so good anyway I'm oh you on. mean the episode from a few weeks back where i gave you a bunch of supplements that's and- right yeah prescribed been, you a few uh health tips i've been taking those supplements and it's it's been good man it's gone well have you done have you done any press-ups let me ask you because <laughs> i did tell you i'd said one thing to do is <laughs> mm, the press-ups are something i have to start implementing just try to do 20 press-ups now, a day you know what i'm gonna do Anytime okay i'm gonna do this here's my thing i'm gonna do 100 press-ups a day no 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 yeah, no no That's tell you why much. I'll, I'll tell you why I'll tell you, you why. won't sustain do you, it do you know <laughs> do you know who alec baldwin is <laughs> the actor yeah so anyway um pete davidson was with alec baldwin and alec baldwin says to pete davidson man how did you keep so skinny and like pete davidson didn't want to be mean to alec and say like it's because i still have like metabolism (laughs) (laughs) so he told alec that he did a hundred press-ups a day which he didn't yeah (laughs) so alec was like oh i'm gonna do that i'm gonna get on that i'm gonna do it (laughs) bro three months later um they met up or I don't know how, maybe not three months, let's not say. But anyway, mm. next time they saw each other, Alec had been doing 100 press-ups a day, bro. Yeah. And he had lost 100 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and just because Pete Davidson had put him on that. Cause he did. But so. I mean, it's yeah. it's worth saying, I gave you those supplements to give you a kickstart. Yeah. But actually exercise moves the needle way more than any, yeah, yeah, any yeah. change you could make in life. Yeah. And what I said before about sustainability is so key like yeah be just implementing walking a few more places mm. in your and like in your daily lifestyle mm. could be so much better than just hopping in the car and driving or one thing i heard i mean this is for people who live in big cities like intentionally park a few blocks away from where you need to be <laughs> and then walk the rest of it a simple little addition mm-hmm. like that yeah. you know it's all time but we live in a hustle and bustle society where we need to yeah be somewhere really quick and go from a to b and blah 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 but actually our, our ancestors spent a hell of a long time just walking mm-hmm. all the time walking to go and forage this or forage that yeah um and our, our yeah our bodies are designed for moving and walking totally um so yeah long story anyway. short even even just doing 20 press-ups a day consistently for two weeks or something actually a hundred's like, quite a lot hey it's not even the the muscle you will build but it's the signals it sends to your body yeah. 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's real. It's real funky, man. Mm. But anyway, here's my dope story of yeah, the week. Yeah, what happened? We'll make it a new segment. Okay. Dope story yes. of the week. Dope story of the week. I like it. <laughs> so anyway, bro, um, we ca- basically Cambridge has got its its newest All Black. So Ian Foster named his All Black squad to play the rugby really? championship. Now the rugby championship is the last kind of like competition before he names his World Cup squad. Yeah. So it's often seen as a mean opportunity for those players who want to um, maybe get in the World Cup to do well. Cool. And so we had a Cambridge dude named in that all-black squad for the rugby championship. Oh, wow. And what was wicked, bro, was... Um, so anyway, he's got an agent and a manager, and it's quite hard to get through all those people above him, you know? Yeah. But, um, bro, I tracked down his parents because I knew them from a while. But weird story, bro. I rang them, and they're like, oh, yeah, I read that you were... Um, you're back in town. I remember you from Gwyn Shield. Now, bro, Gwyn Shield is like a... This dude's 22. Yeah. And this is... Gwyn Shield, I think you play when you're like year uh, year 7 and 8, which is 11 and 12. Is that right? Bro. And so anyway, I had interviewed this dude when he was 11. And I was at the wow. audition reporting. And his parents remember me. Long story short, bro. I go out there to interview his parents because it was announced on Sunday. Mm. And um, yeah, bro. So we have a chat. And then his dad says, oh... If you hurry, like, if you get out here, he might be here. So there's all this other noise around him, and I'm like, what the heck? So anyway, and he, he rings his son, and he goes, where are you? Jeremy wants to come see you. And uh, so anyway, we come back into town, and we meet him in the town square, and I have this mean chat 11 years later, because we both went to St. Peter's, which is yeah out here near where we live. Mm-hmm. And anyway, long story short, I was just like, it was cool, because there was all, this other peop- all these other people wanting an interview with him, and then there was me just like... I'm reading a story I wrote 11 years ago. Wow. When he was like, <laughs> as a journalist, I wrote it as a journalist. Yeah, yeah. 11 years later, there's me with local connections, and I'm like, huh, that's dope. Shoot. <laughs> that's unreal. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So he's 22, and he's been made an all black, and it's like. Um, wow. So those little oh, connections. Man. We should try to get him on the podcast when things quieten down for him. Yeah. That's the ultimate small town journey right there. Totally, like, bro. So he, when he was um, four, he started playing rugby at Carapero School, which is like right, you know where that is. It's mm-hmm. like from his house, it's like down the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he went to St. Peter's and played in that first 15 for ages. And then wow. All Blacks named on Sunday. I would, it'd be interesting. I wouldn't know how, really how to interview someone like that because I know nothing about rugby and I don't even care oh, it's about cool. rugby. It's cool just hearing his story, bro. The other passion he had, he had was um, Speedway. Oh, you yeah. know, so like saloon cars and all that jazz. And he was actually the um, second in the New Zealand Championships for for saloon car racing Whoa. before he got a full time rugby contract, and um, he plays for the Hurricanes in Wellington now. So that was why I was like, "Holy moly, he's yeah. up here in Cambridge." And it's a dude all around. Oh, bro! And anyway, that was cool. That was just a cool little, cool little thing. Oh, that's epic! Um, How old is he? Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. So, um, for example, um, yeah. Him and this other dude who played for St. Peter's were the second and third All Black to be named from St. Peter's. Um, the first one was this dude who graduated in the early 90s, mm-hmm. Keith Lowen. But, um, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Wow. So that was that was pretty cool. It can happen, eh? It does happen still. Yeah. No, well, as a 22-year-old, I'm guessing he's going to be drinking a lot of beer. Mm. It's generally what 22-year-olds drink. And I can think of no better beer to drink than the one that I've uncovered. <laughs> than the one that Probiotic. I've uncovered. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tell me about this. I might start drinking. Okay. 
(laughs) (laughs) So basically, I how did I even stumble across this? Maybe I was looking at a magazine or something, and the concept of a sour beer came up. I'm just going to have my tea. Just yeah. So you've heard of like something sour, blah blah blah. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that kind of sounds yuck. But since I've got into this fermentation thing, uh, the whole idea of sour yogurt or beer or Mm. whatever is that it's fermented Mm. and what happens during that is the lactic acid bacteria or the the lactobacillus bacteria create lactic acid and that's what gives it the sourness Mm. so anyway there's this traditional german style called a berliner weiss or um european would say well not european um english english person would say berliner weiss because it's with a w but what does it mean if you're from berlin well, uh, Weiss is German for wheat. Ah, so um, it's a wheat beer. And ba- basically it was made in Berlin. It's a Berlin wheat beer. Uh-huh. But uh, so it basically has no hops in it. And the reason for that, so you'd think, is that really a beer? Mm. But sometimes they put a little bit in. And the reason they only put a little bit in mm. is because they ferment it. They do a co-fermentation with lactobacillus bacteria and normal uh, Saccharomyces um Brewer's yeast, mm. uh, so like a normal fermentation, and so what happens is these things ferment the sugars together. Um, the lactobacillus bacteria makes it, um, uh, it, it makes it acidic, makes it sour, and then the other bacteria creates the alcohol. So a, a Berliner Weiss is l- normally low alcohol, like three and a half, four percent. It's made with wow. malted wheat and barley uh kilned at very low temperatures it's like a very light color um, ends up a little bit hazy normally hardly has any hops in it because hops actually inhibit bacteria mm. so if you put too many hops in you wouldn't get any of the sourness or the lactic acid yeah, yeah, created yeah. from the bacteria um and so basically if you made this style traditionally how it's supposed to be made you would end up with live bacteria in the result and lactic acid bacteria are the lactobacillus bacteria are the main bacteria um, in probiotic beverages and food hmm. and even on that probiotic i gave you you'll see lactobacillus something lactobacillus something it's all lactobacillus <laughs> like there's heaps of other <laughs> beneficial you know, bacteria I will, I, will, <laughs> I will say there's one moment or a couple moments is like you know we've been friends for ages now and like i've pretty much relied on you to lead me through life pretty much um (laughs) and so there was one moment where you know because we built all these things and i was like wait a minute like i'm basically technically just trusting that this stuff is what i said i wanted and so like (laughs) imagine if you were like slowly making me crack myself (laughs) and you didn't actually give me probiotics and fish oil you gave me like urea and DAP fertilizer. <laughs> so it was like, like um, I like, wouldn't trust like, me. I I wouldn't know. I just trusted what you told me. To <laughs> so trusting. Good thing I'm responsible. <laughs> like in Dumb and Dumber, where you get some um, uh, <laughs> stuff that makes you shit yourself. <laughs> and this is how he gives it to him through yeah, tea in the drink. <laughs> Through tea. What is that stuff called? Some, laxative. Some laxative, laxative stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. 
<laughs> and then there's no toilet paper. <laughs> and the toilet's broken. <laughs> anyway, so the idea I, I had behind this is yeah. that, yeah, if you consumed this beer in its um, most traditional style, you would be feeding your good gut bacteria and basically consuming a fermented food. Hmm. And the latest studies have shown that consuming fermented food is better than prebiotic fiber, better than um, taking a probiotic pill. Yeah. The probiotic food actually gives you the life bacteria. It gives you the products of the bacteria and it even gives some food for the bacteria. So, wow. And that um, you get a better immune response. You get um, all these added benefits. Um, Are you going to brew it? I'm definitely going to give it a go. I, I need to figure that out. But anyway, the other the thing I wanted to point out as well is that most people making beer don't care about probiotic nature or the, <laughs> the, the health. So mm. what they do, especially mm-hmm. in America, they use this method called kettle souring where they sour it earlier and then they boil it, kill all the bacteria and then ship it onto the next stage and ferment it with the yeast. Uh-huh. But that's not actually the traditional way of making it and you lose all the live bacteria. All the good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I just I wonder if someone's actually making this and marketing it like that because... The other cool thing about keeping the yeast and the bacteria alive and fermenting them together is that it actually, like it, um, prepares the beer better for your body. Mm. Like it would reduce the level of gluten in the beer. It would make the mm. the remaining grain products more digestible. Mm-hmm. All of that sort of stuff. Um, so the, the, another maybe we should taste test some of this on the podcast if you brew. Well, it. you can't get it in New Zealand. Really? There's a few. Uh, variations on a Berliner Weiss beer style where they put fruit in, mm. um, and that can easily be done. So you'd have to make your own. Yeah, yeah. I'd literally have to make my own. Okay. I'm down to try what you make if you make it. Yeah. We'll try it on we'll do a it taste testing episode. Delicious. They say it's low in alcohol, refreshingly tart, uh, often served <laughs> with <laughs> I'm refreshingly fruit. tart. Uh, uh, it presents a harmony between yeast and lactic acid. Wow. Uh, very pale in colour and often unfiltered. Yeast is a great word. <laughs> so like Lactobacillus uh, plantarum would be a common bacteria used oh. for that, which is a probiotic bacteria. So yeah, pretty nice. cool. That's my latest discovery. That's and awesome. I'm... I reckon, bro, if you do it, mm-hmm. let's have a taste testing episode. Totally. That would be epic. Uh... Oh yeah, tell me a story about your blood test. Oh, yeah. So, I went to give blood today. <laughs> ben and I, like, we, we don't talk very much during the week because I feel like we're stocking everything up for the podcast, which is a real thing because it's like, I stop myself. I'm like, I go to tell you a story and I'm like, oh, should I keep this or should I? Keep you know? it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, in Cambridge, uh, the, the blood people come through every three months and I recently... I think uh, this was like my third or fourth time I decided to start giving blood. Yeah. I used to I used to think, no, I don't want to give anyone my blood. That's my blood. I want to keep it in my body. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. And then I heard some interesting evidence. <laughs> <laughs> About what? <laughs> okay, so the, whole, it- the idea of longevity or living longer. Oh. There's, been, <laughs> there's been studies done around the level of iron in your blood. <laughs> So there was actually um, the Imperial College of London, bro. Oh, that's yeah. Listen that's to that name. That's quite intense. a good. Yeah, that's a good name. Uh, I'll, I'll read you this extract. Okay, it sounds really smart. It'll make me sound smart, even though I'm not. The analysis revealed that for every one point of standard deviation increase in genetically predicted serum iron above baseline, mm. P 
people had an estimated 0.7 fewer years of lifespan. Really? 0.7 is quite significant. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, the findings were unlikely to be biased by lifestyle factors. I don't know what grounds they have for saying that. But anyway, so here's the concept, right? Right. Here's the concept. Females generally live longer than men. Yes. Agreed? Right. Females to have a built-in biology where they give ah, blood once a month. Yes. Guys never bleed anymore. Yeah. We used to be out foraging we'd so fall the- out of a tree and cut ourselves and yeah. lose all this blood and then have to walk yeah. back to camp yeah but we don't do that anymore does it mean they have lower iron basically yeah girls have lower ah, iron. Yeah, okay. and this has happened a few times courtney's gone to give blood ah, yeah. and they because they prick your finger before they yeah. actually test your iron and they've said to her sorry you can't give blood your iron's too low really they prick my finger i've got iron for africa <laughs> <laughs> yeah um Although, actually, mine, ah. mine was sitting in a much nicer zone this time. I was happy with it. It nice. was on the lower side. Nice. Which is possibly because so I've you, been giving blood. you wanted to give blood to test your iron levels? Yeah. <laughs> and to keep them in check. I love you so but much. But it's brilliant, eh? Because you tell people you're giving blood and they're like, oh, that's so generous. That's so good. Mm. I'm like, yep, just doing my part for the population. <laughs> you know my reason for giving blood? What? Because the lady taking my blood was hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's as deep as I go. Well, we all have our reasons. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, well, that's good. And you were pleased with your iron levels. Yeah, yeah. So basically, that's the end of my story. Great. Yep. Hmm. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to Small Town Journey. If you want to connect with us, you can send us an email, smalltownjourneypodcast at gmail.com. Or if you go to www.anchor.fm forward slash smalltownjourney, you can send us a voice memo and give us some feedback on anything we may have talked about. Shout out to Samuel James, who creates this amazing music that you're hearing underneath my voice right now. He creates thoughtful, ambient, beautiful sounds. So if you need some custom music, check out his link in our description for his Instagram and send him a message. But anyway, thanks again for listening. This has been Small Town Journey.